Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Steve Stein from Guitar Zoom here, and I want to talk to you about five open chords that are absolutely crucial for your playing to be able to play songs. These five chords will be used in literally hundreds, if not thousands of songs that you learn how to play. So let's go ahead and look at these five chords. <clears throat> now you're going to have a, a PDF that you're going to be able to look at as well. But let me explain these chords to you. There are five of them. There are three major chords, major meaning that they're kind of happier in sound. And then there's two minor chords. You can always tell the difference. Well, let's even start here. What is a chord? Well, a chord is when you play a bunch of notes at the same time. That's essentially what a chord is. So if I did this, I'd be making a chord. It's kind of an ugly sounding chord, but that's what it would be. So as I put my fingers in different places, I create different kinds of chords. Now, the three major or happier sounding chords are going to be G, C, and D. And when you see those chords written, people don't say like, oh, please play me a D major chord or play me an E major chord or whatever. We don't have to say the word major. We understand that the chord is major. So if I asked you to, to play a G chord, you know I'm talking about G major. I don't have to say that. So this chord right here is G major or simply G. This one is C major or we can just say C. And this one is again D major or we can just say D. When we talk about minor chords, and we have two of them we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the E minor and the A minor. You can even kind of hear how they sound a little bit more sad or dark. Okay, minor chords are always written with a little M behind it, so it would say A-M or A for A minor or E-M, the little M, M means minor. That way you always know. So if you want minor, you have to specify by saying minor. And when we write it, which again, you'll be able to see in the PDF, um, it's written with a little M. Now, most songs use combinations of these chords. So what we want to do is first learn what these chords are. So let's take a look at this G chord, okay? Now, the way I'm playing this G right now is I'm putting my third finger on the first string at the third fret. And then I'm going to put my middle finger all the way up on the sixth string on the third fret as well. So they're both in the third fret, okay? 
then my first finger is going to go to the fifth string on the second fret. And always remember when you're making chords, the goal is to make sure that you get close enough to the oncoming silver piece, which we call the fret wire. Don't get on top of it, because it'll sound weird, but get right next to it. That way you don't have to work as hard. The further away from that fret wire that you get, the harder it is to press down that string. So the, the rule is always get as close as you can to that next fret wire, okay, with all your fingers. The second thing is make sure that your fingers are only touching the strings that you want them to uh, press on. That way you're gonna get the cleanest sounds possible. Okay, so this is your G chord, G major. This is your G chord, very, very important chord. Okay. Now, once you've learned a chord, a really good thing for you to practice is a technique that I call bouncing, which is where you take your fingers and you pretend like they're super glued together. You pretend like they're super glued together and you pick your fingers up and then you set it back down. And what you're trying to do is develop what we call muscle memory. You're trying to train your hand to make that shape because the key to playing chords quickly is not doing this. Okay, if I said to you, play a G chord and you go, if you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. And you take three minutes to make the chord, that's too long. You're never gonna be able to play songs that way. So the trick is, first of all, you have to memorize the chord that you want in your brain, like this is G, I have to be able to see it in my head so I can make it on my guitar. And the second thing I need to do is I need to practice my muscle memory. I need to train myself to make that chord. So if I was sitting here and I wanted a G chord, what I could do is think in my mind, okay, I need G. I can see it on my guitar. So now as I lift my hand, my fingers automatically make, see that? They automatically make the shape that I want. So I can simply pick it up and set it down, pick it up and set it down. You see? So that's what you want to do with each one of these chords as you learn them. So you've got your G or G major. Okay. The next one is what we call a C chord or C major. We want to put the first finger on the second string, first fret. Again, get as close as you can to that fret wire. Your middle finger is going to go on the fourth string, second fret. And your ring finger, your third finger is going to go on the fifth string, third fret. Now you don't want to strum the sixth string on this one, just the bottom five. On the G, you could strum everybody, but this one we're going to stay away from this. So we're just strumming those bottom five. Now I'm going to give you another little bit of advice. When I was making the G chord, my elbow was here. That's where it feels most comfortable to me. You'll notice my wrist is down, right? My thumb is behind the guitar. I'm not sitting up like this. My wrist is down a little bit. But when I make C, you'll notice my elbow comes inward. Okay? And the reason for that is, the G chord, my long fingers were up on top. But when I make a C chord, my third finger is now the one that's towards the top. 
If I turn my hand this way, there's no way this poor finger is going to reach up there. But if I can turn inward, I give that finger more room to be able to reach. So I want you to be aware that this arm needs to be loose. You can't have it on your on your leg trying to do things. Keep your elbow loose. So if you want G, it goes here. If you want C, you can slide on in here and you can turn the angle of your hand so that third finger's got a fighting chance to get all the way up here. All right. Then our next chord is called the D or D major chord. And this one is making a little triangle on the bottom here. We're taking our first finger, placing it on the third string on the second fret. We're putting our middle finger on the first string, also in the second fret. And then we're taking our third finger and placing it on the second string on the third fret. And again, I want to get as close to the fret wire as possible. And this one, I'm just going to strum the bottom four strings. Now, if I do accidentally strum too many strings, it's okay. It happens to all of us. But my directive is to try and hit the bottom four. C, bottom five. G, all six. So again, if you look at my elbow, here's G, here's C, right? And here's D. Now D, again, I'm turning a little bit so my elbow comes out a little bit. You're going to have to explore this a little bit and see what works best for you. Okay? Then we move on to our two minor chords. We have E minor, which I play with my middle finger and third finger on the fifth and fourth strings at the second fret. And then if I want A minor, I take these two fingers, I move them down one string, so they're now on the third and fourth strings, and I add my first finger onto the second string at the first fret. Now, don't be in a hurry to learn all five of these. If you don't know them all, you need to take them one at a time, okay? And develop each one by visualizing them, by bouncing them, right? Making sure that you're in the right position, making sure your elbow's in a comfortable place, E minor, Again, E minor, my elbow can kind of be just about anywhere. A minor, kind of the same thing. Kind of comes out a little bit. But if I wanted C, I would turn in a little bit again and make that work. So we have a G major or G, C major or C, D major or just D. Then we have E minor and A minor. Now, these all these chords actually belong to a family we call a key. In music, we call it the key. Like in this case, we have the key of G, which means they all belong to the same family. So when you're learning songs, oftentimes you're going to see D, C, and G all playing together in the same songs. Okay? Or E minor. Or A minor. Okay? We use a lot of those all together. When we play music. Okay, so the first step is memorizing each one individually. Don't be in a hurry. If you don't, if you kind of know something in guitar, if you sort of know something, you don't really know it. Okay, you have to really know something to be able to use it and feel good about it and feel confident with it and perform with it, those sorts of things. So the trick is, is take each chord individually and really, really spend quality time learning to see it, uh, learning to bounce it. And then clarifying it, making it as clean as possible, making sure you're in the right position and everything feels comfortable to you, okay? Now, I'm going to give you one other little bonus thing. If you have done some of this before and you'd like a, a little trick, I'm going to show you something else that's really cool. I'm going to show you the, uh, the GCD uh, quick trick here. 
that many guitar players tend to use and what happens. Now, if you don't know any of the first chords, don't really worry about this right now, although this is kind of cool. But let me show you this. Instead of playing G with three fingers, what I'm going to do is play G with four fingers. Now, this is not in your PDF, so you got to pay attention, okay? So what I'm doing is instead of playing with three fingers, I'm taking my third finger and I'm moving it up one string and putting my pinky underneath. So these two fingers are on the first and second strings on the third fret. And these two are in the same place they were before. And that's how you can make what we call a four finger G. Now, in the future of your guitar playing, it doesn't matter whether you play G as a three finger or a four finger and songs won't tell you. You just find what's, what's most comfortable for you. That's the most important thing. So we have uh, G, now I'm playing it with four fingers, but the cool thing is, if I learn to play G this way and I wanna go to C, there's a shortcut that people often use. And what you do is you just take these two fingers and you move down one string and they play C like this, which sounds a little different, but it's very common for guitar players. So you have G and C, and you'll see what's cool about it is these two fingers don't move at all. play it the old way so you can hear the difference. Now some people like to play their G and C this way and that is great. And some people like to play their G and C this way and that's okay too. I'll play them both ways. It just depends on what I'm in the mood for. Again, I don't get hung up on whether the song tells me I'm supposed to play C a certain way. I just, whatever feels good is the way I tend to do it. Um, and D stays the same. But the nice thing is, is if you're playing G with four fingers like this, and you move down to C, okay, what you can do is leave that third finger where it is and pivot to D, and it never has to come off the guitar. And again, some people don't like that at all. Some people don't like to play it that way. And they like to play it the old way. I shouldn't say the old way, but the first way I showed you. Um, and it's okay either way. I just want to give you some advice and give you a little tip and see if that might help you and you can decide what you like best. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, today what I want to do is I want to show you how to uh, implement both the G major pentatonic primarily uh, scale with the open chords of G, C, and D. And we're going to be using the first position of G major pentatonic and the second position. So to prep you for this, let's just go through a little bit of what we're gonna be using. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to guitarzoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at guitarzoom.com.